Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. Today, I'm going to give you a little tip for getting unstuck. Now, I have other episodes where I talk about other strategies, more maybe mental strategies on how to get unstuck. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, my guess is you do, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about that ADHD paralysis where you are stuck and you can't get going. Maybe you're scrolling your phone, reading a book, staring at a wall, it doesn't really matter. You can't get going. You're in this state of kind of collapse, of stuckness, and there's no amount of pep talk, self-threat, whatever that you're going to do that's getting you going, which I think most of us have experienced on some level, this being stuck. And a lot of times strategies that we look at at coaching approach this, like I said, from more of the problem solving, break this down, let's figure out some why behind the stuckness. The approach I'm going to give you today is a totally different approach. This approach that I use is, is actually kind of inspired by the work that I used to do with children because one of the things that was very true in working with kids is that many of the kids that I worked with would struggle with transitions, transitioning between activities, transitioning between spaces. This was hard and stressful and they would resist this. So you'd come to the waiting room and the child's with their parent and you'd say, it's time for therapy and they would cry, complain, fuss. At the end of the therapy session, it's time to go to mom and dad. They would cry, complain, and fuss. So, you know, you can't take this too personally, or I learned not to take it too personally. This was about changing between something they preferred doing in the moment to something that they weren't sure if they were going to like doing. So one of the strategies I would use was have the kids take a transition object, something that was in the space that they were enjoying being in, like something from the waiting room, to go back into the therapy space. And then when it was time to leave the therapy space, go to mom and dad, taking an object from that place, the therapy room, back into the waiting room. And there was something about that that was just soothing and helpful. It helped with the transition. It was kind of helping them split the difference in that change. So you may be thinking, okay, so what does that have to do with an adult with ADHD? We know with ADHD, we struggle with regulation. We have a hard time regulating a lot of things, emotions, activity level, attention. We have a hard time going from one thing that we're paying attention to and shifting it to another. It's the struggle from going from now to next. And that remains hard for a lot of us, at least part of the time. And so one of the things that I suggest when I'm working with somebody who just is experiencing that stuckness, like just cannot budge, is that they look at doing a transition activity. That's an activity that's something between where they are and what they want to be next. So let's say where they are is scrolling their phone. Where they wanna be next is getting started with their workday. That's actually asking somebody to take two jumps, right? It's asking them to stop their preferred thing, even if it's a stuck preferred thing. And to get out of that stuckness and get into motion, that's one step. And then going from being in motion to being productive, focused, working on something that might be hard. So if we're trying to come up with a transition activity, we're trying to find something, not necessarily that's goal-oriented, just something that gets you in motion. My qualifiers for this are something that's not difficult, something that's not heavy. A transition activity wouldn't be another hard thing. If you are sitting here kind of collapsed, unable to get going, and you try to get unstuck by picking another activity, it shouldn't be something that's going to take a lot of willpower and effort. We want just something that's going to get you going. So be picky about this, right? Um, Ask yourself if there's heaviness 
a lot of expectation in your transition activity. If there is, maybe pick something else. So for example, let's say I'm stuck and I'm staring out the window. I'm in this place of complete kind of collapse. I don't want to get going. And what I need to do that morning is work on some tax things for my business. I need to get a transition activity between being totally stuck, staring out the window and doing something that's kind of heavy. And that's going to be different for every single person. You know, for me, a lot of times that kind of activity would be doing something that's physical and kind of mindless for me, like emptying the dishwasher or something around the house that's kind of physical, but not really high concentration. For someone else, that might be a really heavy thing to pick. Pay attention to what this is like for you. You want something that is going to mobilize you, but it's not going to be really heavy and hard. You want something that's the in-between, the transition between being collapsed and immobile and getting on to doing what you intend to do for your day. It does not need to be productive in and of itself. It is moving you towards productive. It can be something that's relatively neutral when it comes to being productive. Don't add that extra pressure on yourself when you're truly stuck. A lot of times when we're stuck, we're also being super judgmental with ourselves about being stuck. And it doesn't help. It doesn't help mobilize you because you're kind of fighting. You're fighting what is. You're fighting the fact that you can't get going. Accept the fact that you are stuck. Lean into it. Work with it. You know, going back to my example of working in pediatrics, I think it was such a helpful way for me to start my career because I pull from that all the time when I'm working with adults, when I'm working with myself. Because the reality is it does not take you long in working with children to realize you are never going to strong arm them into doing anything therapeutically. I have certainly seen people try. I've seen people dig in their heels and decide that they're going to win. And it doesn't end well. Regardless of what you think about that as an approach, it's really not very effective. And so if you're going to be effective with kids, you learn other ways. You learn how to be flexible, be creative, be engaging, be encouraging, be playful, be curious. There are so many more effective ways to lead someone out of being stuck. And I'm not trying to be condescending in any way and say that we need to treat ourselves like children, but we often approach these things from this very logical approach when we're dealing with the nervous system. The nervous system doesn't work that way. (laughs) Like our nervous systems are in the business of protecting us. They don't necessarily move quickly or on our command. So that means we have to meet our nervous system where it is. If you're in a place of complete stuckness and collapse, meeting yourself where you are with that might mean doing something like a transition activity. We can definitely approach this from a problem-solving way and kind of understand why you're collapsed, but sometimes you just need to be able to get going. And this is a good tip for doing just that. Thank you for joining me today on this episode on how to get unstuck. So some really quick announcements. For those who are not on my mailing list, you may want to jump over to www.theadhdclaritycoach.com and get on that because there's a few things that are going to be happening in the new year that I would love for you to know about. One is that I'm going to be offering a free webinar on sensory strategies 
support your nervous system. I'm kind of updating what I've offered in the past. It's gonna be live, you can bring questions. That's gonna be happening early in the new year. And I'm also gonna be offering a membership. This is different than my group coaching program, which is kind of like a cohort program where we move this material together. The membership is a more flexible, more affordable approach. It's gonna allow people month to month to access some of that material, access group coaching sessions. So that is in the works now. I don't have a firm start date on that, but if you get on the mailing list, you will be the first to know, and I will update you as we get closer. That's all for this week. See you next time.